SEO this week. Hey everyone, this is Clint Butler from Digital Lear, and I can welcome you to episode number 36 for SEO this week, where we're going to talk about some visual content, rankings, and personalization. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a light one, but some good info nonetheless. So without further ado, how about we get started? First site is Social Media Examiner. I haven't been here for a while, but they put out some great content. And this one is on uh, visual content and social media marketing and new research. Basically, what this post is, is a roll up of uh, some surveys that were done. Uh, and then talking about how to use visuals, i.e. images, uh, graphs, tables, videos, etc. for your marketing. They also add a live video and podcasting. I don't know if podcasting would be so much visual unless, of course, you're using a uh, uh, a video type podcast. Uh, but nonetheless, it's in there, and I think there's some interesting information here. There are uh, some improvements I would make to it personally. There's a lot of data in here; it's kind of mishmashed. Uh, so I would make this one big infographic and kind of you know practice what you preach in that case. Um, but there are uh, some interesting statistics and I think what you could do is take this and use this for your um, your presentations especially if you're doing some content marketing for your business or for a client. Uh, take the the information and kind of guide you in which way you want to go. So in, when you look in uh, let's say data visualizations 25% those are graphs. Graphs, uh, uh, diagrams, uh, flow charts, uh, tables, those kind of things. Those are all fit into data visu visualizations. And it, even infographics can be a data visualization. So um, I would roll that original graphics, i.e. the infographics and the data visualizations together, and you kind of come up with a bigger number of 65, almost 70% uh, of what people are, um, are using right now. And then you say uh, videos and presentations and stock photos. Stock photos, I think everyone uses images at one point or another, so that might be a, a little um, tweaked, if that makes sense. Um, but the uh, videos and presentations, I highly encourage pretty much everyone to, to do that. Uh, plumbers to lawyers to uh, xylophone uh, repairmen can take advantage of video and add that extra element to their websites um, and then it's another point of reach so if you're putting the video on YouTube and then you put that video on your website and then you put that video on Dailymotion, Vimeo, etc. There's more places uh, for your brand to reach customers uh, who might be looking uh, on those particular platforms so I would take advantage of that as well. Uh, it gets into to, to some more statistics and stuff um, but really, I think the, 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 uh, the big piece of data point here is if you're not leveraging video, uh, then you need to be doing that. Uh, whether it be live video, live streaming, or, uh, regular video. You can get a pretty good audience by doing, uh, live streaming, uh, as long as you can maintain the consistency and, uh, uh, the the production value of the live stream as, as well and then carry that over to your regular videos download the recording and syndicate it everywhere uh you can do uh, again you can do a lot with it as long as you can maintain a consistent schedule with it uh we tried the live video thing uh we can upload these uh these videos or our our, our video version of the podcast over to uh facebook live and youtube live but it's not really live is it and then if we have to tweak some things on the on the posting and such 
Plus, we're dealing with clients, and we got a schedule, and we're working around their schedules for a lot of things too. So we couldn't do live consistently, uh, which is why now we just go with the the, the recorded version. Um, but I think it's something that you should check out, and if it's possible, do live. If not, just stick with videos. It's okay. The next one is Entrepreneur Magazine. The only reason we're showing this is there's 24 digital marketing agencies that specialize in entrepreneurship. And we were highlighted in this article created by Serenity Gibbons. We're number 10 on the list. Some other great companies on there too. So that's why we put it on here. Let's show off uh, what we did. I encourage you to do the same thing. Again, we were someone contacted us. They asked us if we want to be listed. Of, duh, of course we wanted to be listed. Uh, so we took advantage of that opportunity. Uh, is it a big, huge deal? Probably not. But, you know, hey, it is Entrepreneur Magazine. We get some exposure. Uh, and you should be taking advantage of those opportunities to get there as well. Next is HubSpot is the anatomy of a perfect blog post. I said in my comments on the uh, on the the text version of SEO this week, and I'll say it here: uh, this is not anything you know earth shattering or new, um, but it does just go some things that you should take advantage of or look at when you're creating a uh, a blog post. If you have a checklist that you go through on your own. Great, you probably don't need this post, but if not, then this is a good one uh, to just go along with, you know, headlines, uh, titles, meta descriptions, introductions, the data, uh, call to actions. Uh, go ahead and make yourself an 11-point checklist based off of what this has here, and then you know that you're good to go when you create your things. We have uh, our own templates, and we also use uh, uh, other people's uh, just in case, you know, we're running out of ideas and such. So um, you can check out this. Digital Marketer has a set of 11 um, templates for blog posts, 11 different ways you can format and template or create blog posts. So check that out as well. It's just another opportunity to add to your marketing toolkit. Next is Moz, and we're going to uh, Whiteboard Friday is ranking fluctuations and what to expect and how to react. Basically, what we're talking about here is you're in the search results, you're using your rank tracker, and today you're number five, and tomorrow you're number 21, and the next day you're 19, and the next day you're four, the next day you're eight. You know, what is going on with that? Uh, and uh, Rand goes over a, in, a, in a decent, simple way to explain that and to, you know, what to do if, if, if it happens or if it's happening to you. Short version, don't freak out. It's it's normal, especially if you're not in the top five, uh, and even in the top five, you're going to see some fluctu fluctuations, fluctuations. That's a big word for me today. My big word day. Uh, and uh, just you know, go with the flow. Again, we don't we look at as a digital agency, or we're looking at search results or search rankings or rankings rank tracking reports every day. Uh, as a business owner, I recommend you don't do that. I would go with maybe once a week, uh, start your Monday off with some good news or maybe some bad news, and then don't even bother with it until next Monday. Uh, and at the worst, just go with uh, what we do with our clients is we show monthly reports. Here's what we did. Here's where we're going. Um, and uh, here's where you are right now. So I would check that out as a uh, you know best practice. Next is RazorSocial.com. It's four LinkedIn tools that will change the way you think about LinkedIn. This is actually a good list of tools. Again, it's only four. So uh, DuckSoup, we use it. It's a Chrome plugin. It's pretty easy. There's a paid and a free version. We use the free version. 
Um, we did switch over to a another one called uh, Social Lead Machine, and you can find that in the Google App Store. It looks like this: Social Lead Machine, and it is a it's a good tool as well. It does a pretty much the same thing as DuckSeat does, maybe a little bit more. And then there's another one that the um, you can set up. I'd have to research the name for it right now. It's on, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue. I'm not using it actively right this moment, but you can actually send messages and all that kind of stuff with that one too. Uh, Nimble is okay. We've tried it out. I wasn't really a fan just because of the, the UI didn't fit what we were needing. Lead Grabber Pro, we haven't seen this one yet. I definitely want to try this one out for our business uh, and see if we can get some leverage, some more leverage out of LinkedIn. And then finally, there's the uh, sales navigator in the LinkedIn system itself. There used to be a pro version of LinkedIn. You sign for LinkedIn Pro and you get all these features, but now you have to use sales navigator to get these features. The difference is pro, you get um, access to lynda.com and then sales navigator, you get access to this. I wish that they would actually, if you're going to pay for sales navigator, uh, you get the lynda.com too. So I got to reach out to them and see if we can figure out the, the difference between the accounts and stuff. So probably going to have to upgrade us so we can get the sales navigator features because right now we're just on the pro. Next is a uh, search engine land, Google attribution, what search marketers need to know. This is a new, uh, service tool released by Google. It used to be Attribution 360 and now here's the free version. The kicker is if you want to check it out and try it out is that you need 15,000 clicks and at least 600 conversions within the last 30 days. So if you got a brand new site, that's probably not going to do you any good. If Or if you're in a market that just doesn't generate that much traffic, then you're probably not going to be uh, this is probably not going to be useful to you. However, comma, if you're in a high traffic site and you're in e-commerce, I get this and plug it in uh, and take it to learn it. Obviously, there is going to be a little bit of a learning curve to see how things are uh, working, how things are set up, but uh, it's still valuable to you. We're certainly going to check it out uh, for a uh, for our e-commerce clients. Um, but beyond that, like for a plumber, a lawyer, stuff like that, it's probably not going to be any good for you. SEOs, though, check it out, learn it, uh, and see if you can leverage it. Again, that's on searchengineland.com. The next one is Marketing Pros. Hold on, let me get rid of this stupid pop-up that always comes. Well, what we're going to look at here is which digital channels deliver the best ROI. It is a simple infographic that looks horrible on the site. So you scroll down and you get the better looking version that is leveraged. In short, social media has the best ROI, followed by SEO and email marketing. PPC is down here on the bottom, which is surprising. Here's what I think what's going on is that PPC is expensive. So people are getting having a little bit harder time, you know, figuring out their return on investment from the expense that they're paying. That's a big, you know, if you're in a, you're a lawyer paying 150, 110, 150 dollars a click, you know, that's a big pill to swallow um, when you're trying to look at your return on investment. So I think this might be a little bit biased. Plus there is a learning curve. You're going to spend a lot a lot of money learning about PPC uh, and conversions and landing pages and quality scores. Uh, so the ROI is a little bit slower to come. So I, I would go SC search social media marketing, SEO. 
I would go actually I would do social media marketing, email marketing, SEO, and then pay per click uh, in that order versus uh, what they have here. But that's just my own personal opinion. Uh, again, this is only an info infographic. It's one little thing. Go down to the bottom version of the image is better. It's easier to read than the the top one that's just all blurry and convoluted. And finally, our last one is Kiss Metrics. We always end up on Kiss Metrics, it seems. So this one is little known personalization strategy that takes the web by storm. It's taking the web by storm. I don't know, they guys, if this is taking the web by storm now, then they should have woken up to this a long time ago. Basically, what you're doing is you're classifying your customers. You can do it in email marketing. You can do it in your content. You can do it in pay-per-click by varying the landing pages up. But you look at the different types of personalities that are going to you. And there's four main types. Uh, if you want me to leave in the comments and I'll actually do a blog post about the four types of, uh, or personal, personal personality types that you can market to, uh, and how to, to target them again in your PPC landing pages and, and, and more. Um, but basically that's what this post is talking about. Targeting your clients based on their hopes, beliefs, dreams, expectations, uh, and emotional needs and brand perceptions. Very interesting article. Again, there's more to it than what is going on in, inside the article in order to leverage it properly, but it is get your juices flowing, especially if you're marketing to different sets of people. You're if like for our business, we can pretty much market for everybody, right? But marketing to a lawyer is going to be a lot different than marketing to a plumber. Marketing to a dentist is going to be a di different from marketing to all of three of them. And a real estate agent, so that's a whole nother complete different animal. And inside of those niches, you have uh, different personalities. Lawyers and dentists probably tend to be pretty alpha type personalities. Ployer and plumbers, you can run the gamut. You can have a lot of the alphas and then some of the betas. Uh, some who are really professional and detail oriented, etc. So you have to pay attention to that uh, and, and know your, uh, your your target audience. Uh, but it's it's a good way to increase your conversions by setting, uh, especially if you're using Facebook PPC because you can get it nailed down in interest, etc. Uh, and setting the expectations for each of those particular people and meeting them in your landing pages and your copy. All right, so that's it. Like you said, it's a really short week. However, there is some good information, some good insights uh, here, uh, and maybe some fuel to help you convert customers if you're a marketer or your SEO agency, or if you're looking at a from this from a business perspective, you're a business owner doing your own stuff. So I hope you appreciate episode number 36. Again, if you have any comments for me, leave them in the comments on the website or on the YouTube channel, and I'll certainly respond and have a great week.